Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Family Redefined. It's two of eight. Yes, this is the second of an eight-part series. So in the first episode, we chatted about some things that we have to overcome so that we'll be found in Him on the last day. That is your last day. The following scripture shows the seriousness of our calling and mission. Before we go through them, I want to assure you that Jesus is not against family unity. He, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, is love. 1 John 4, 8 and 16. Now, if you recall in the Gospels, he stated that he did not come to bring peace but a sword. Matthew 10, 34. A sword divides what it touches. God is dividing us from this world. Now, some of these scriptures appear repetitious, meaning more than one of the gospel writers may have weighed in on the subject. And so it is therefore the reason I included all of their views. And what qualifies them to do so is that they actually walked the family redefinition thing out, along with Jesus sometimes questioning it, as we do today along the way. Now, some of these scriptures appear repetitious, meaning more than one of the gospel writers may have weighed in on the subject. And so it is therefore the reason I included all of their views. And what qualifies them to do so is that they actually walked out the family redefinition thing, along with Jesus sometime questioning it, as we do today, along the way. Mark 3, 31-35 states, Then his brothers and his mothers came, and standing outside they sent to him, calling him. And a multitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. But he answered them, saying, Who is my mother, O my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. You see it? Your natural kin are looking for you. Nope. But I am here seeking my spiritual kin. Not another race of humans, but those who have been made fully alive in Christ. So think on this. If you call yourself a Christian, then you will do God's will by default and practice. But if you say you are a Christian and you do not do God's will, then you are the mother and brother who are standing outside. Luke eight nineteen through 21 Then his mother and his brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. And it was told him by some who said, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, desiring to see you. But he answered and said to them, My mother and brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. Did you hear that? And do it. It's not enough to just hear the word of God on a Sunday preach, but then you got to go out and do it. you got to practice it. Now these two scriptures may sound contrary to John 19, 25-27 below, but they are not. In the case of the two above, he is drawing a line in the sand. He could have said it this way, and the meaning of it would not have departed from these two scriptures. My mothers and my brothers, fathers, uncles, and cousins that I am referring are spiritually called, born again, pre-designated the seed of God, and it is they that represent my eternal family. My family here on earth is a short-term gig, and although I am a part of them, they are not considered my eternal family just because they are now considered my natural family. Now we see this distinction that sets the family of God apart from those who inwardly hate God. And that is their willingness to hear the word of God and do it. 
The authentically born-again believer has been adopted into the family of God, the only family that will exist after he returns to finish the work. John 7, 3, 5, and 10. His brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go into Judea, that your disciples may also see the works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. And this next one's interesting. In verse 5 it states, For even his brothers did not believe in him. In verse 10, But when his brothers had gone up, then he also went up to the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. So what do we have here? Do you belong to a family that doesn't believe in you? In what you believe in? What you stand for? Do they accept you as they themselves want to be accepted? No, and I say this assuming like Jesus at this point in time, belonged to a family whereby most of them did not believe in who he was. What a mystery it must be to have lived with God and to have not known it. Can you even imagine living with God in the same house, tangibly present, and still going to hell? Well, if we are in Christ, acting as if we are in Christ, living as though we are in Christ, behaving as though we were in Christ, and we have family members living with us, or us with them, is it not the same scenario? If any of you who don't currently believe are living with an authentically born-again believer, try not to ignorantly end up in hell. Be sure of your decision, and then if you still end up there, you will have all of eternity to try and explain to yourself how that happened, how you voluntarily chose to go to that place. It is knowledge of the fact that his own brothers chose not to believe in him that I believe drove Jesus to redefine family. Did he pray for them? Probably. We know of at least one of his brothers who came to believe, but that was after he died. I guess it's enough that he believed. Why this particular section of the message is important is because Jesus didn't let his own family dictate his future cause and purpose. They did not change him from him to them. I imagine that they tried just like your family may have tried. Maybe it was your friends or your in-laws, but the point is you more than likely have people in your life who did not at that time experience the same transformation that you did. So rather than them trying to become more like you, they wanted you to become more like them. It is human nature mixed up with the demonic that creates this scenario in humanity. Are you an authentically born-again believer? Then your family has been redefined. And this is why you need to be plugged into a church address or community of authentic believers. You may not be with some of your family members in heaven, but you will be living forever with other authentically born-again believers. Redefined. John eight forty seven. He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. Now, if they are not of God, why sweat it? Why get wrapped up in the turmoil of their lives? They spin around in wonderment and the temporary things of this world. And somewhere in their very selves, they want to be the God in and of themselves, to themselves, answering to no one. Before being saved, we were the same. Matthew twenty four thirty one, And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect, from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. I bet you didn't know that there was a heavenly election held on your behalf. Ephesians 1, five, Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. 
In Ephesians 1.5, we see that we had nothing to do with our salvation or adoption. They won't either, except by your treatment of them while they swim laps in the mud. I just realized that when I said at the end of episode 2, stick with me as we are just getting rolling, that it's a bit of an oxymoronic statement. Well, often enough in our world, things are taken out of character, meaning something different than they sound, or are written. Maybe I will do a message on that, let's say in about 2095. Well, hopefully you did your thousand verbal push-ups before tapping into the next episode. But if not, perhaps you will pick it up along the way. Remember, it's not what you find wrong with or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through in people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build the ministry together. Thanks and see you next time and keep watering.